You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday. Is it a big game tonight? With Arkansas and Auburn in basketball, it's a must-win, need, really need to win, however you want to put it. It's going to be a tough game for Arkansas, no doubt about it, and we got to talk about it. It's an 8 p.m. game, so it's a little late, so hopefully you're able to get a chance to listen to this podcast before uh, tip-off hits, because we'll be discussing a lot of it. Not only this, but also getting into some football things with a very special guest here on the show. That is Jay Tate, who covers Auburn for Auburn Rivals and does a great job with them. And he joins us right now here on the phone lines. Jay, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Making it pretty good. We got some sun out, getting a little work done in the garage on an off day. We gave the girls a day off today before we have the the Georgia-UConn match next week, so everything's going good. How about y'all? Well, we're doing awesome, and we're, and we're thankful for you to come on. And it's funny because we were actually talking about you and you know what you do when you're, when you're not coaching, when you're not recruiting, when you're not scouting and all that. Like, what does Coach Neighbors do and on a day off? And it sounds like you've been in the garage. Yeah, well, I got an eight-month-old that uh, is down for a nap, so I don't, uh, don't get very many afternoons to work in the garage, and we've I got a mess out there. I've I've been neglecting, so I'm trying to use advantage of the, the days. But but that's what I'd normally be doing on a day off, doing something around the house and, and taking care of him a little bit. Now, coach, we want to talk to you. Of course, you got a big opponent in UConn coming in, but your next game you have against Georgia. What can you tell us about Georgia? Well, they're ranked two. You know, they're twelve and two. They've uh, they've got a, coming off a big win down at uh, Tennessee last week, and then. Uh, faced the, that tough South Carolina team that we faced last week too. So um, Georgia, a team that's uh, got got NCAA tournament aspirations and uh, always tough in Stegman Coliseum. Got a formula that I got a big kid inside and good guard. So uh, presents a huge challenge for us. But uh, we we played some of the best teams in the country this year. So I know our kids will be excited to get down there in Georgia and uh, get back to SEC play before we play UConn on on Thursday. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Coach, because, you know, I heard in the football season for the Razorbacks, you know, Hunter Yurchek saying this is the toughest college football schedule of all time. And you could have an argument for that, but I've been looking at y'all's schedule this year for Razorback women's basketball. You may have an, an argument as well as far as the, one of the most difficult schedules just because of the SEC, but you played Baylor, which you got a nice victory there earlier in the year, and, of course, UConn coming up. Uh, what what goes into all that? And obviously, you want competition. You want to be able to go up against the best, but – how do you approach that many great games against that many great opponents? Well, it starts with the kids in your locker room, and we've got a bunch of veterans and a bunch of kids that with national experience, and, and they wanted to make sure we were ready for the NCAA tournament. Then when you know when COVID hit, we knew that there was going to be kind of a, a unique year in which who you played was going to have a whole lot more to do with your record this year. And you know, we, I think we saw evidence of that yesterday when the NCAA released that. You know, they've, they've waived the rule that you don't have to have a winning record to be in the NCAA tournament this year because of all the changes. So, um, you know, we lost our game against Vanderbilt when that happened. Uh, went to our group of kids that are, we call our council. We don't have captains anymore. Uh, but my council of kids said, Coach, let's play the best team we can find. And um, that ended up being the UConn Huskies. And also, Coach, you're getting an earlier start with that game against UConn on Thursday. It's a 4 o'clock start. So is that just something that fit best with the TV schedule? Yeah. 
Yeah, it absolutely had everything to do with TV. You know, we knew with it being a marquee game of UConn and bringing Kristen Williams home and, uh, you know, we're, we're in the top 25 rankings as well Thursday afternoon. Um, get it on TV any way we can. And, and that, that's going to be that 4 o'clock start. Plus, it gets uh, it gets South Carolina – I mean, it gets uh, UConn back in, into their swing for their conference game. They have a big game against uh, DePaul, and we have a big game against uh, Auburn. So, gives you a couple of few hours extra of rest. And, and all that stuff matters when you're – you're trying to fill in, so we're hopeful people can knock off an hour work early from work and get the kids from school and uh, try to have a little matinee show. Well, we're speaking with Coach Mike Neighbors of the Razorback women's basketball team via the Cartridge World Hotline on Out of Bounds. You know, Coach, I know you got Georgia upcoming. You never want to overlook opponents and all that, but since you were able to put together the schedule going up against UConn, I'm just curious. Gino Oriyama and the phenomenal job he's done there at UConn is kind of really set a standard of greatness. Have you had many dealings with him, coached against him? What do you think about him? Just how do you how do you view the UConn women's basketball program yeah. in general? Well, I've never I've never played him in a game. This will be a first. We were together at the Final Four in 2016 uh, when we had our Washington team there, and he had the UConn team there. So uh, we've been friends for a while. Uh, one of the uh, first coaches I worked for was a friend of his, so I got to meet him early in my career, and uh, we've been on the golf course a few times together and some various events. So uh, he's a great guy. You know, he's uh, he's been a revolutionary in some things that he's done in our game. And, uh, you know, he's he's like me. He's a, he's a coach that's really loves women's basketball and has dedicated his life to it and with 11 national championships. And, uh, you know, that's uh, he, he's a legend. He's going to be one of those guys that I, I do think when it's all said and done will be the winningest coach in the history of our sport. And, uh, obviously, the number of national championships is going to be hard for somebody to catch, that's for sure. But a uh, great guy, and I was really thankful that he was willing to – that he thought enough of our program to, to add us at this time of the year. Coach, uh, teams change from year to year, and uh, so you have a very different team this year than maybe last year, maybe just because of a couple of pieces. So what's been the biggest difference in the team from last year to this year? Well, I, I think experience. You know, we, um, we we had a lot of the same pieces. We added one transfer from, from Oregon State that had a lot of uh, national experience and NCAA tournament experience. But, you know, for the most part, it's been done with this group of kids that believed when we first got here four years ago. And uh, they're, they're just they're, – they're way more seasoned. I think they're ready for the challenge. They have great awareness. Uh, they're, they're, not, they're not all caught up in, in, you know, what your record is. They want to go up against and be ready to beat uh, the best players in March. And, and I think that's a sign of maturity. So just have a really mature team. Uh, they've been able to handle all the adversity that COVID has thrown our way. I'm, I'm so thankful that we didn't have just a, a ton of freshmen like Coach Muss has been having to have on his side. Uh, we had a bunch of returners um, that were just ready to handle um, everything COVID's thrown at us as well as the, the season. And uh, we, you know, we've played more games than anybody in the country, and that's something our team wanted to do. They didn't want, they didn't want to lose to COVID. You know, they don't mind losing on the court. Let's get out there and play against the best, but they didn't, they didn't want to lose to the virus, and they wanted to do all the protocol things to be able to play. We'll continue our discussion with Jay Tate of Auburn Rivals here in just a second, but first, I got to tell you about Built Bar, folks. I told you that box that they sent me. I'm almost out of them because they're just amazing. Like the, the amount of flavors that Built Bar comes in is just awesome and I've been trying a lot of different ones and some of them I like some of them I like a lot some of them I just kind of care for but no matter what it is they're all amazing and they're all healthy and they are so 
so great for the, all the health conscious people out there. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. It's great for all your different diets and the 18 different flavors that they come in makes it so easy to find the ones that you like the best that you can make work when it is on the go for a quick snack, no matter what it is. And if you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Take advantage. Don't let, don't hesitate. Don't let it go to waste. Go to BillBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. You know, Coach, uh, you mentioned COVID, and I've always just been fascinated getting everyone's perspective because every coach has to deal with this no matter the sport and uh, uh, no matter the league. But just as far as you personally, what have been some of the, the biggest obstacles to overcome you as a coach, something that you got so used to doing pre-COVID that's been really tough to try to figure out how to make it work in this COVID season? Well, just the social distancing part. And, you know, like something like this, we travel the day of the game now. Rather than, you know, leave the day before and get in a hotel and go down and do things and go out in a restaurant and eat, we – we do it all here, and we get on a plane, and we fly down, we fly back. We, we, don't, we don't stay in a hotel. We don't go in a, a different airport. We, we try to limit our environment. Uh, you know, that's one of the major things. But then just, just little things like, you know, uh, get-togethers. We don't, we don't get to do these meals at my house or go to the movie theater and watch a movie together, uh, have a social outing, just the, the lack of things that, uh, we, we took for granted uh, for a number of number of years. It, it's hard to replace all that stuff, and you try to be creative, but at the same time, it uh, it just doesn't. You know, this is a this is a game that is a very relational game, and we we don't get to have that time together. It's really really difficult, uh, but but they've made it through it. They've adjusted. The kids have been amazing. Um, watching them find new ways to stay connected and. Um, I think we'll probably learn some things that even when COVID protocols are gone, that, that we may have been doing some things the wrong way in the past. It's going to be a really interesting transition here in the next three to five years. Is that something you were able to benefit from by having some of the older players on the team and not not a lot of young players coming in? I think so. Yeah, I think it. You know, if you would have if you would have had a little less maturity and a little less experience, it, it, it might have been impossible. Uh, or are not not even able to do. So I, I think that was something that our particular group was able to do. Not everybody had that luxury. Um, but as a result, that's that's why we've stayed healthy. That's why we haven't had to have uh, pauses in, in our play and we haven't had to cancelate, have any cancellations of games. And, um, you know, that was a priority of these kids. They wanted to play and they understood that, you know, there were going to be some uh, things that we had to do without. Uh, and, and some changes we had to make to, to reach that goal. And uh, it's just been fun to see them stay resolved to that and, and committed to each other and, and, and recognize that. It, it's, it's been really neat to see them do that. You know, Coach, something that has been kind of talked about even today among uh, men's basketball coaches in the SEC, and it's a discussion I'm sure it's ongoing in women's too, is about the SEC tournament. The NCAA tournament seems like it's going to be there, but some people are questioning whether or not there's a reason to even have the SEC tournament. Do you want to risk anything, especially if you're having to make up some games? Can you really find a way to do that if it heads right into that time frame? What do you make of this year, just in the COVID year, of the SEC tournament? Obviously, you'd probably like to see it played, but... Do you feel like that it would be okay if this year only you decided that hey, just because of the COVID and stuff, we have to do without it this season? Well, only if it only if it poses a risk to anybody's health. Uh, 
I think it's such a great event. There's there's such there's so many things tied to it, and it's just another opportunity to play. That you know, I know the men. We got our tournament in last year. The men, the men didn't get theirs in. So uh, I, I know this. Uh, early on in this process, I, I chose to re, to to have a few people that I trusted their opinions. And, and Greg Stanky and Hunter Yurchek were two people that I said, you know what, I'm not going to listen to everything I hear on TV or read on the internet. I'm going to I'm going to let those two people be our leaders, and I'm just going to be a follower in this. So whatever they decide, we'll do. I haven't spent one second worried about it or thinking it through. If they say show up, we'll be there. If they say we can't, then I'm sure they'll have good reasons. But I can certainly probably see both sides of the argument. Um, and I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, I know there's TV contracts that, that have a lot to do with it, and that's something that I, I know people have strong opinions about on both sides. But uh, if Commissioner Sankey and, and, and Hunter Yerchek say we're playing, uh, we're going to show up and do the best we can. We know how tough this conference is from tough to bo- top to bottom. We know how tough it is. And then the conference tournament itself is always tough, and you've had some great runs in the conference tournament. How tough is this tournament once you get into it? Oh, it's, uh, I-, I say this. It- it's harder to win the SEC tournament the NC- than the NCAA tournament, I think, because in the NCAA tournaments, you play a game, you get a day off, you play a game, and you get a week off and you play. Uh, you know, to win that thing, some, uh, some teams got to win three, others have to win four, and um, you know, a lower seed would have to win five games in a row against that competition. So, uh, it's an incredibly difficult tournament to win. Uh, it's a, um, you know, it's always got a lot of impact on what happens in the NCAA tournament, whether it's teams getting into the field or affecting the seeding. So, uh, and it, it's always cool too to see all the players under the same roof. You know, to see everybody in the building at the same time, see each other around the, the hotels and the lobbies. Uh, it's one of those things I think, you know, over the years the kids look forward to. Um, so I, I hope they find a way to make it work that's safe and, and beneficial for everybody because there, there's a lot of good memories. Those runs, and we always try to peak at that time. That's always been when we want to be playing our best basketball uh, because of what, you know, what's up next with the, the, the postseason tournament. So, um, it's it's not only a figurative thing to look forward to. It's uh, it, it's a thing that kids will remember uh, long after their, their their careers are over. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. You know, Coach, everyone's excited here in Razorback Land about the both men and women's basketball programs and moving forward and obviously uh, the excitement that comes along with it. And I was just curious, as far as you and Coach Musselman, do you guys have a lot of interaction throughout the week? Do you text each other? Oh. Do you talk about stuff like What is those conversations like? Yeah, you know, it's more in the off season where the texts come. It's usually just after games and stuff during the season. But, yeah, we see each other in the hallway, uh, you know, five or six times a week and share stories and see he's in the weight room a lot and I walk by the weight room a lot uh he's in there <laughs> lifting and, I, and I, I walk by it so I'll pop my head in there and see him but uh, he's 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 always on the go but no we've had a uh, a, a very uh, cordial working relationship ever since he's been here you know we share a building uh, uh with some common stairwells and, and some common places even though we have our own gyms we're still in the same building but uh he, he's given me some great advice I hope I've given him a thing or two uh, along the way but uh, it's uh, it's it's always good when your two programs get along and more importantly our our, our teams get along um our, our their players are 
uh, very aware, and, and our players, uh, they, they have good relationships around the training room, and um, it's just never a good thing when, when you're at a place where those two people are pulling against each other, or and, and I've been in those situations, and it's just miserable, so uh, it, it's really refreshing for what he has uh, been able to do with, uh, you know, all these new players coming in, as well as the freshmen, and uh, it's, it's neat to be around, and, and we feel like when they win a game, we win a game, and I think they feel the same way for us. We talked a little about what you do in your downtime. We know that you're into movies, so what's on your watch list these days? <laughs> and are you going to have a chance to watch these NFL playoffs this weekend, and who you got? Well, I'm, I'm only going to watch the Chiefs game because my girlfriend's a huge Chiefs fan and <laughs> loves Patrick Mahomes and uh, will schedule our events around that. So I've become a, a big Chiefs fan. I'll watch that one. I'm not a big NFL guy. I like to watch it. I uh, I like the red. I like to watch you know the highlights and, and all that, and, and I love the pageantry of the sport. But I, I don't get into watching it. But I am a big TV buff. I love all the the streaming uh, things and movies. And and I, if anybody, if you, if any of your listeners or y'all haven't seen the TV series Ted Lasso, uh, get on there and watch it. It is a phenomenally written, acted. Um, it's on Amazon. I think it's on Apple TV, but. Uh, yeah, I watch a little bit of everything. Uh, I don't sleep a whole lot, so uh, that's what I do during those hours when most other people are asleep, and uh, I'm trying to take a little bit of break from uh, whatever basketball is on my mind. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. It's always great to catch up with you. It's a great season. Hopefully it continues on to be a great season for you guys, and uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Sounds good. Appreciate y'all's time. Thanks so much. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 